Andrew Tate's been released. Just to clarify, it is on house arrest. He's not free yet. Had to ruin it. Anyway, got all this wonderful confetti that I've made up for him. So yes, Andrew Tate has been released from prison, but he has only been put under house arrest. So as you can tell from a lot of the videos everyone's seen, he's looking a bit shagged and a bit worn out. But he did do like a competition of himself of how many press-ups he could do, and he does wish to finish him off, which is quite weird <laughs> in my eyes. But I suppose whatever keeps you sane, keeps you sane. It is definitely an interesting situation with the whole Andrew Tate and his brother thing. I mean, did they actually do anything wrong? Are they guilty of what they've been accused of? I don't know. It seems unlikely that they would probably do something like that. Well, it makes it quite weird because obviously at the scene when it when they were arrested and everything like that, um, there were two other females that were with them that have been arrested and put right. in prison at the same time with him. He has got internal footage that was like taken, like and shown to the police and everything like that. Yeah. The Romanian police and obviously they they weren't naked. There wasn't anything else going on. They were literally chilling. I think like Tate was doing his like signature move sat there with a cigar whiskey enjoying like a lit fire and everything like that um it's been quite uh it's been massively over the internet massively over the internet you're not a big fan of him i kind of respect that yeah i'm not a big fan i don't necessarily have bad feelings towards him i just not i'm just not a fan of what he tries to represent i mm. think it's the whole sort of I'm the best, I'm the alpha male, you know, that sort of image he tries to yeah. portray. And I think a lot of the issue is he tries to teach people to be like that, but a lot of the people he teaches aren't in a position to act like that. No, well, let's go straight into that. There is courses yeah. for this type of impression of a person. They, You know, you can go on these courses, he buys courses, I don't know how much they are. No, I'm not Thousands, sure. I've been told. Um whether it's probably two grand or six grand. But what does it make you? What, who does it make you? Does it make you the Andrew Tate? Or does it just make you a wannabe? I think the problem comes in the fact that he's kind of doing the classic the classic thing everyone who sells a course does. Mm. They try and sell a course to say, if you do this, I did this, and this is how I make money. The problem is, that's not how they make money. They make money from you buying the course. And they don't make money from doing the thing they're selling. Which no, is no. when it feels a little bit like fraud. His product is that course. Yeah, his product is him and his brand and selling courses and so on. But the people buying the courses aren't being taught to do that. They're not being the Andrew Tate, are No. They? They're not going to end up with their Lamborghini or the Bugatti at the end of this course, are they? No, and that's the problem. There is a very good video, actually, um, that I watched recently. And it goes over sort of how all these different sort of influencers make these courses and try and make money from selling them, but kind of lie about the fact that's not actually how they make their money. Yeah. Um, I'll try and put a link to that in the description, because um, that's a very interesting watch. But yeah, I just feel it's a little bit fraudulent. These courses kind of remind me of the investors kind of courses. Yeah. Like, like uh, pay me and I'll teach you how to invest and make good money in through, I don't know, current uh, bitcurrencies or anything like that, cryptocurrencies, anything like that. I, I think it's... Um, I think it's interesting. Obviously, I don't follow the man personally. I don't. I don't follow him. I don't have a, uh, my social media is not full of Andrew Tate. But he does come up. Obviously, we have TikTok, Facebook, yeah. and and then the internet. He is taken by internet today um, and yesterday with his release with his brother. And obviously, we haven't had anything from the two females that accompanied 
he has said respectfully that he is happy that the judges made a good choice um, and that they, they, they used evidence and stuff like that when there wasn't even any evidence. But it's very hard, especially when you have female partners that actually loathe the man because he is a womanizer. Yeah. And it's interesting to hear it from both parties um, that he's not a very liked man in the female community. No, he's not. And I think a lot of where the issue comes in, like I've got friends who follow him and they think he's, you know, they think he's the greatest and oh, if only they could be like Andrew Tate, they'd have all the ladies. But the problem is, the sort of women that they like don't like the Andrew Tate persona. No. But they seem to think that if they become like him, that women will immediately like him. But the problem is the women that would like them aren't the sort of women they're interested in. These are the in. sort of women you're going to be out on a club yeah. in the middle of New York. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have like Lambos, turn up, red carpet sort of thing. Yeah. You're going to have booths, cigars. You're going to have lots of alcohol flying around and lots of money flying around. These are not women you're going to meet in your local pub that you're going to have a little sentimental dinner with and have fish and chips on a Sunday night in front of the ocean with. These men are going out and, and, and being like this, I've got... No, no problems with that. It's confidence. It's perfect. Men do need confidence, especially in the world that we're in right now. And uh, this persona is not what is perfect at the moment. There's a lot of hate going around. There's a lot of mixed media, emotions of different things. He's going to obviously trigger a lot. But at the same time, when he does this podcast, it's going to hit millions. Yeah. And it really is. I mean, there's people out saying there's going to be like 100 million views. I don't know if that's live or if that's going to be the first couple of days of this podcast being up. And it makes me wonder, is he going to leave the beard, the hair, and the way that he looks for that podcast to show himself, look at what I look like, this is what they've done to me. I would imagine he'll probably start it off looking like that, and yeah. then maybe five minutes in it will cut to him looking all pristine. Glasses, everything like that. I mean, we made a Sims account about him, and put him in a prison, and it's absolutely perfect. It, is, it just goes to show what he was going through. Um, but no one can actually say what he went through. His brother's been quite quiet, from what I can tell, from... Um, some of the videos, I haven't seen everything, but he hasn't seemed to have really sparked my For You page. No, I've not seen that either, and I, there is an opinion that I've seen, which I don't know if I believe it necessarily, but I do think it's possible, and that's that I've heard a few people say that this entire arrest, Andrew Tate being in prison, is a marketing stunt by him. It's the Matrix, man. It's all about the <laughs> Matrix. It's coming out. It's been said, hasn't it? He, uh, this is the Matrix work. And you're now saying that this could be a marketing stunt. Is it? Do well, we know? We'll that, never know, will we? No, that's the thing. And it's one of those things that does seem far-fetched and probably is kind of stupid. But I can see it being a possibility. I mean, they're saying that this could potentially help Keanu Reeves launch his brand new Matrix film. Because it's all about the Matrix, and all Andrew Tate has gone on about is the Matrix, how this awareness. is the Matrix, and how he's going to get found out, the truth's going to get stopped, and everything like that, and oh, well, it happened, he went in, it went quiet, he didn't hear nothing going out in the world about anything about flat earthers, cone heads, tinfoil hats, everything disappeared, yeah. the whole government thing went, yeah, yeah. and here we are today, and all we care about is that he's been released, house arrest still, and I'd like to know what comes from that. What are his bail conditions? You know, it would be interesting to know that. I think a lot can of the, Where can he go? Some of the problem with the followers of Andrew Tate is like, he's obviously not an idiot. He's a smart mm. man. And no. I think the problem is he tries to speak to people who are already in what I'd probably call a lonely place. They're looking for someone or something to believe in. Yeah. And he becomes that thing. And the problem is those people then idolise him but in the wrong way? Yeah, massively in the wrong way. Yeah, 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 it can be taken. But 
what I want to know is, is with all of this, is he allowed to talk about it because it's still an investigation? Is he going to be allowed to talk out about what's happened, the treatment he's been through? I mean, we're talking, he said already that he's been, had to be been eating bugs to keep health. I mean, we all get that about protein. The man's obsessed with protein and all that, and work out, but keep fit. But Talk it daily <laughs> A couple of cockroaches a day are helping me keep him up. But come on, it, it's an investigation. It is a core... It's gone through a whole process system. Is he going to be able to talk out, or is he yeah. got? To, are we going to be waiting a week? Are we going to be waiting another month for this to be coming out? I think. Can he speak freely now? I think that if this entire thing is a marketing stunt, he'll probably start off by saying he can't talk about it. But mm. very rapidly, I think he'll start talking it's about things that it's he secret. shouldn't be able to. Yeah. And I think if he does start doing that very quickly, it'll probably add some weight to the fact that it's not as real as it seems. No, yeah, and it may be quite a big uh, pulled-off stunt, or it could be just a bit of baloney that ends up coming out at the end of the works, couldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure there is some there is some truth to it. It could be 100% true, but I don't know. No. It, I think the problem with someone like Andrew Tate is he is essentially an influencer, and everything he does is to make money. Yeah, and he's got a heck of a backing. His entire... It doesn't matter what he says, people are going to no. just believe him anyway. His entire personal brand and just personality is designed for him to make money. Yeah. So it makes you wonder how much of what you see, even during all of this stuff, is real. Oh, yeah, no, he's straight back out smoking cigars and everything. Exactly. I mean, you know, chucking brands out there already. I'm already doing my cigar signatures, you know, going out. He state he's remained topless, showing his body how it's gone to, gone to complete crap, his hair, everything like that. And he doesn't even look that bad. No. <laughs> he looks Not bad like for a he's couple of months. pretty decent shape. Although, I mean, if you're locked away, you... Maybe you do exercise all the time, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think that's what he's but, been able to do. Like, I don't so know. He's, he, he's got to, was it 7,000 press-ups, he said, and he wants to get to 10,000 by the end of the week. Fair play. Andrew Tate, all the best. And I hope that this just disappears for you, mate, because no one likes being arrested and everything. But the truth, if it is out there, it will be made public. That's true. And I guess the issue is, whether it comes out if it's true or not, I don't think it will damage him, because... His entire sort of personal brand is built on being hated. Yeah, of course it is. So the end goal, if this but he doesn't is, care, does it? If this is pretend, if this is pretend, the end goal might be for him to leak it anyway. Yeah, it could get be. even more press to get from more, it. more. Yeah, exactly. He's in the press already, isn't it? and then he's got a South Park episode. Yeah. So it's already there. It's already sorted. He, he, he's already got. He's already in it. I think he set it all up in a way that, regardless of the outcome, he wins. Mm. Which is quite smart, and it's yeah, quite whether the truth comes out or not, he he's still going to win because he's still going to get a lot of views, and he's, he's his fan base is either going to get bigger, it's either going to get more hatred. To, but he doesn't care, doesn't care, he doesn't care about the haters. He's already made that clear before. He doesn't really give a shit. He no. is who he is, how he made himself, and he's got millions to back himself with it. Yeah, that's definitely. the other thing I like to know. So if he's under home arrest, will he be allowed to purchase from like Amazon and all that? I do wonder, like you, like you were saying, the conditions of his, his house arrest, what sort of freedom that gives him. What can he do? Does he have freedom of his money? Because I know they froze everything, didn't they? Yeah, like can he just start recording podcast episodes, releasing them from inside the house arrest? Yeah, exactly. But time will find out, and we'll obviously keep covered on it. Yeah, well. Right, so we had a bit of sad news uh, a few days ago. We heard that Paul O'Grady, the famous UK TV presenter, had suddenly died. He um he died in his sleep apparently, next to his partner. And I think that's the saddest part about it. I can't imagine waking up in the night, and or in the morning, and my partner just not been alive anymore. It'd be pretty an eerie and sad and depressing 
things away. I mean, you'd be shocked first off. Yeah, what do you even do in that situation? Like, I don't even think I'd know where to start. No, no. I mean, the man was, uh, he was born in 1955, and uh, he died at the age of, what was it, 67, 67 years old, bless him. So 67 years old, he's not even lived a very long time. No, he had a very, very great career with television. He did. And yeah. a very funny, bubbly character. Yeah, he was a, he was a, seemed like a really nice guy. I mean, yeah. I obviously didn't know him personally. But no, 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 exactly. But we, when you see this guy on the TV and listen to him on the radio, I mean, he was, he's been quite a big thing through growing up through, uh, from a kid to an adult on television. He's presented many shows. He's a UK treasure. It's lost. He is. It's very sad. I mean, I, I can only think, you know, I have had a friend a few years ago. He was one of my close friends from school when I was a kid. And he had something called sudden death syndrome, which I'll be honest, I didn't even think was a real thing. And I woke up one day with a message from one of my other friends saying, oh, did you hear that this person had died? And I was like, no, what do you mean? Um, so I asked him some questions and apparently he had something called sudden death syndrome. Um, apparently it's a heart condition, yep. and what happens is basically a few days before you die, you become really unwell, you get like really sick and sort of sweating and you can't sleep, and yeah, that went on for I think about a week, and then his partner woke up and next to him, and he was dead. I think it's in our human character to want to know what the cause of death was. It, it kind of piques our interest. A lot, a lot of people we've lost during COVID, during those pandemic. And uh, obviously, he, he, uh, Paul O'Grady himself, he suffered through heart attacks. I do feel sorry for his partner and family and, also, and friends around him. Definitely. You know, he, um, I think I heard something on the news that he was delighted to have worked on the, on the, with the, the radio station he worked at in Britain, the UK, our retirement age. It is, it's shocking, really. It's you know, ridiculous. it just goes to show with, with Paul O'Grady that you could literally die one year before retirement. And, you know, um, try not to joke about this situation, but it's always like in those, those films, damn, one month from retirement, you know, and the, and the cop dies one month from retirement. It, it, it's not a joke. It's serious. And I think that, that it needs to be sorted out that that's no way to live. He managed to probably do the things that he could and, and do. I would imagine so. But there are people out there that are in a similar situation that aren't, that are just general hard workers. Yeah, they work their entire lives, get to 65, sometimes older, and then it's sad because you essentially work your entire life. And for most people, doing something you maybe partially enjoy, but it's probably not your true passion, is it? No. And you work your entire life, some people even doing multiple jobs, different sectors, all sorts yeah. of things. And you get to 65, which, let's face it, when you get into 65, you've probably not got a whole lot of physicality left in you in terms of years. No. So... A lot of health problems, relying, yeah. you know... Well, you think, you're only, you're only five years away from being 70 years old and if you've ever met anyone who's 70 years old they're not rock climbing most no of the time. no but they're still active they're still active we've got some active fellas at work that are in their 70 years old they're still working yeah. i think the issue is that you don't have long left no. at that point no and it's sad that you have to work i don't know the percentage but for example 70 80 percent of your life mm. and you get what five percent a few years where you can do stuff yeah, and then it's yeah. downhill. It's quite sad. You, that's your retirement is to go see the world or do whatever you want, choose to relax, go on a massive vacation on a on a, on a a cruise or something like that. But yeah, we just thought we'd like to highlight that that was, um, was very sad news for us in the UK to obviously lose a, a massive TV and radio presenter for the, for the country. Like we say, we only wish his family the best and there's not a whole lot more we can say to it other than that. No.
may rest in peace. So, favourite subject of this episode, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, bless him, running for presidency again, being the 45th president of the United States of America, could possibly be arrested next week in New York City. At 2.15pm, he has said that he will arrange to appear at New York courts. Theories, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think in any world he would ever actually be arrested and sent to prison? No. Neither do I. Not in this world. It is very rare for a president to have had any of these allegations made against him, as we've heard from his former vice president who served alongside him, and also the fact that anyone has gone to this extreme effort to try and have him arrested. The Secret Service, former Secret Service employees, have mentioned that they would go to the slammer with him, stopping the police from arresting him. How interesting is that? That is quite interesting. I think it's one of those situations where we've never really seen it before. No. And I don't, I can't see in any way, shape or form where he would ever actually end up inside a prison. We are at a point in the world right now where we probably are just about to witness, probably just about to witness for the first time in the history of mankind, a United States president be arrested live on TV. There is potential. And we could see an uproar going on between the New York police and the Secret Service. All out war, can you imagine that? New York have already stated that they're drafting in all... New York police to prepare for riots and protests against his arrest. I mean, obviously, we've seen the AI photos of him being arrested, which are brilliant. I must admit, I think they're fantastic. They are amazing. We'll try and put some up on screen if we can. A lot of our viewers won't know this, but I'm a very massive Trump supporter. Uh, I'm going to put it out there. I think he's fantastic. He's humour. He's, he's, he's compassionate. A lot of you might disagree with that, and I respect your views. You know, like I'm never going to ever try and convince anyone and use this as a show to, to preach him at all as a platform. No, one this, thing we don't ever want to do is yeah. use this as a political platform no. to push our views. That's, no. that's not a thing. We have views. For example, I don't really like Donald Trump. I mean, I don't really care about him enough to even think about him any no. of the time. We both kind of disagree on that point of view. But, but I don't think it's going to happen. And uh, for anything, it, to, to, to bring everyone up to speed, it's basically for a hush payment. Yeah, but of... a uh, former porn star. Better keep quiet, man. What she said, porn star? I know, I think she was a former adult star. Yeah, we can't say, yes, so sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I guess so, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hush, and you won't be able to find anything uh, about it. You could probably find rumours and made-up lies or facts and stuff like that. You can't find it. Uh, fact checker, we've just checked now. We can't find anything what it could potentially be over. I mean, my theory is is that he's been doing, he was doing something at a party. She obviously saw it, and uh, she probably said, I'm going to have your presidency, and he's gone, oh, please don't. You know, and I'll, uh, what is it going to take? Am I going to have to pee you? You know, sort of thing. Uh, I, I think that's what's probably happened. I think it's a tricky one because, obviously... You don't pay someone hush money unless there's something nefarious going on. They know something that we don't know. Um, and has she got a strong case? The thing is, though, he could have paid her off for something so minuscule no one would even care about. No. It's the fact we don't know. It's just kind of what creates the intrigue around it. The money was taken. The money so was taken. both parties are, are, are criminal, in my, my opinion. You know, if, if he paid hush money, he's a criminal. If she accepted the money... She's criminal as well. She is essentially blackmailing. Yes, yeah, and you know, this is, well, this is going to be it. This is going to be moments of history. We find out on Tuesday at 2.15pm. I don't know what that'll be for our time, um, but I assume that they're always about six, five hours behind us. 
So it'll be some time in the morning for us that we're we're, we're going to find out that yeah. if he did get arrested, he'll hit, he'll hit major headlines, major headlines. And I can tell you now that all the left, so all the Sky News and everything like that, are going to be filming this and saying Trump going to prison, and everyone go woo and really seeing him go down. I can see it now. You have your Republicans and you have your far rights. They're going to be kicking right off. You know, all these don't tread on me, flag wavers and everything like that. It's going to kick major uproar. And I don't know what he could do here in England. Um, there's a lot of people that are here in England that do want to rally with it as well, that are majorly strong about it. And it, it's, it's, whereas it's been a political view, it's a very personal view to a lot of people. And um, I think it's very humorous that, you know, he's, he's been around rallying. He's going for it again to, to be his president again. Because um, obviously he's got his current one, uh, current president, Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe Biden. I mean, Sleepy Joe Biden. I mean, it's going to be an interesting topic. Um, it's going to be an interesting news article to see for the least. Personally, I think he's going to get nicked. No, I kind of agree. I don't think we live in a world right now where a, a president, ex-president, whatever, could in any way, shape or form be sent to prison. All we got to do is look at France. It, people that get the first meaning, they see around that there's millions of people in New York City they will overwhelm that police force within seconds. I, I mean, the thing they're going to probably call in out of state and everything, aren't they? Probably. The thing that's worth remembering is that we live in a world where anyone with any sort of money, serious money, doesn't see prison time. No. That's not a thing that happens in the world we live in. Whether people like it or not, of course it's wrong, obviously. But if you have wealth, you don't go to prison. That's generally how it works. No. They got. They normally got a good backing. They normally lawyer right up. And they, they, they can pay for it. You know, th these aren't just your bog standard lawyers that you get in the top of a flat somewhere. These no. are your barristers. And I don't know what, the, you know, these are like your sole goodmans. They probably even know the judges and everything like that. It's going to be interesting. I mean, for him to say that he's going to be going there and handing himself in, it says it all. He's obviously got nothing to hide. Whether you think he's an idiot or not, he's obviously got some level of brains to have gotten to the point he's at. So he yeah. is probably quite confident that nothing bad, really bad, is going to happen to him. All we can say to that is, good luck, Donald Trump. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> President Donald Trump, I shall say. Yes. We recently heard that the famous TV chef, Gino DeCampo, has been found with cannabis in his luggage after arriving at Farnborough Airport from Spain. After he'd been filming with Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay and Fred Sirex from First Dates. That's actually quite interesting. Do you reckon old uh, Gordon was on the old puff puff when it was happening? Do you reckon look like Adam Levine in that as well? There, he with looked, bandana and well, Ben you Affleck. You said he looked like Ben Affleck a minute ago. And to be fair, he does look like a strange cross between Ben Affleck and Adam Levine all rolled into <laughs> one. So he was caught um, travelling to Farnborough Airport. Um, was it from Spain? You, Spain from yeah. Spain into the UK into Farnborough Airport. If not many people know where that is. That is uh, located just off of the M3 um, South Coast Motorway. He was caught by sniffer dogs. Yeah, apparently they came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere in his luggage. In his mm. luggage. Okay. How, did you pack? Did you pack your <laughs> luggage, sir? Yeah, of course I did. All oh, right. Okay. He got it from Spain into the UK. Yeah, it's kind of impressive you made it that far. Yeah, from Spain. Spain don't care. Minute you're going, they they want you out. They, they don't care what you've got on you. They yeah, don't care it. when it's you come in. in, isn't it? So I wonder how much it was. I wonder how much he was caught with. It uh, doesn't say. I haven't. I've read it. I read a few articles, but it doesn't say how much he actually had on him. Wow. I can't imagine it was a huge amount. I don't. I can't imagine he was drug smuggling, but 
You know, you'd think it was for personal consumption, but at the same time, kind of stupid to go through the airport with it, right? Yeah, massively, massively. I can't imagine ever thinking that's a good idea. Got caught by sniffing dogs, and well, that's that. So I wonder what happened to that then. I wonder if that would be... Wow, there are another couple of clips of resurface of him sniffing uh, or doing drugs on, on TV, aren't they? And they've resurfaced as a clip, as a meme. But um, what would this do? Will it? Will it? I don't think it's going to tarnish his career, is it, or anything like that? I mean, is it going to... Is it going to perhaps maybe prevent the filming that they've been doing over oh, in Spain? I, I mean, if you've ever seen Gino DeCampo on TV, not to stereotype him or anything, but he seems like the sort of guy who might enjoy a joint now and again. Um, but whilst he's cooking up a few homemade <laughs> batches, he's cooking up a couple of. Uh, <laughs> A couple of treats. Got some baking bad, Breaking Bad vibes going on here with yeah, him. Brilliant. He's definitely made a few brownies in his time. Well, there's not really much more I can say to that. I just think it's interesting that how he got it from the U- from Spain into the UK. I think it's yeah. I mean, it's quite funny, actually. It's amazing that he managed to get that far. Before... Small charter flight as well. Though, it's not a major long haul, is it? It's, no. Uh, that's a small charter flight. So how he... No one discovered it on the aircraft or anything like that. No. no nothing through going through customs whilst it's coming through. Was it hand luggage or was it... Uh, it doesn't say from what I can what I can find, but like I say, I don't know how much it was. It might have been like a couple of joints or something, but could have been an entire bag. Exactly. Personal know. use, yeah, stopped by police, and this is it. Again, the media's not letting us, like, there's not a lot going on between it. I imagine it's probably going to go into investigation and probably maybe go to court with it, but we won't know about that until obviously we find out a bit more further and down the line. Uh, like I say, more than likely, he's not. Smuggling drugs for the cartel? No, good God, no, 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 not from someone in Spain at least, no. It no. looks like he gets enough backing off of his uh, TV shows, from his cooking shows that he gets. I don't imagine, imagine he's uh, that tight for money. No, I imagine he just wanted a little, uh, little something to relax him once he got back to the UK. From the old Espanola. From all the, uh, all the funnies <laughs> out there, you know, with Gordon Ramsay and Fred Zeros. Brilliant. Fantastic. We are going to be talking about this activist i'd hold my words just then greta thunberg one of my pet peeves i hate she is a swedish activist and she's been awarded the title honorary doctor interesting forget college forget university at this point fuck off over there wherever it was where she got it and you're gonna get your doctor's doctor's name title whatever you want to call it now so all of that time you wasted, all your student loan, you can just become an honorary doctor now. Yeah, so she was awarded this by a Finnish university. Um, it's an honorary title, so I don't really think it holds much weight, I suppose. Now, personally, I don't really have much of an opinion on Greta Thunberg either way, but I know you're not as much a fan. No, not a big fan at all. I think she's a major, major fraud and fame. In what ways do you think she's a fraud? Every time she turns up, she seems to take the line, uh, take, seems to take the spotlight from the media and everything like that. Like recently, just being arrested by German police whilst at a, 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 a social gathering of them being all together, all these hippies, and basically saying that the world needs to be stopped. You know, she, a couple of years ago, she took the fame of crying on media, saying, "How dare you! How dare you!" About how the older, how the boomers are destroying the planet and everything like that. Yeah. Do you think there's a possibility she is? some sort of marketing tool for someone much 100%. older than her. 100%. Do you think she's yeah. being used as some sort of... She's a of... child. Well, not anymore. She's 20. 
yeah. when she was. Yeah, of course she was. So she you think was, she's being used as some sort of marketing gimmick? Yeah, she's a, she's young. Um, they pushed her into the front because obviously some old fogey's not going to fucking get it past everything now, is it? The media, media takes light to a child, doesn't it, massively? So you don't think this is all her? Like, no, no whole... there's a lot behind the scenes. This, yeah. this bitch can be seen smiling, laughing at us when they record her, and she doesn't want to talk to us or anything like that. She's been eating out of plastic tubs, out of, like, waste-away plastic rubbish, everything like that. It's being seen. Everything that she stands for, she, she shouldn't even really be wearing the clothes that she wears because it's got plastic in it. So do you reckon that most of what she does is more sort of influencer Kim Kardashian stuff rather than real life? She's got her fame. She's on media. I mean, look here again. She stepped into media again this week by getting the honorary title of Doctor. Which I think is absolutely disgusting because anyone that works hard for that title, you might as well throw that all in the bin now and go and get an honorary title because that means it should be out of... Well, they'll call her that now. They will call her that. They'll call her Dr. Greta or Dr. Greta Thunberg of the uh, environment activity, whatever you want to call her, activist. She, she's now going to be called a doctor, whether you like it or not. She'll have that delivered to her doorstep on post. She'll have that on her driving licence. If she's got one, she probably hates cars. She hates planes, but she gets flown in on all of them. She's still got to take the train. What she do? Swim the channel? I guess there's always a trickle on that sort of thing, because... If you're going to stick to something, uh, 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 stick to it. I guess it is difficult, because on the one hand, you don't really want to be seen driving cars, taking trains, coal trains, I guess, mm. uh, flying planes, that sort of thing. But at the same time, in the world we live in, it's kind of the only way to actually get around. So I, guess, already, yeah. I guess it's a bit of a 50-50. Oh, it would take like 50 days for her to use a canoe to get across the channel. Yeah, I mean, she can't walk from country to country, I suppose. No, but, the, you know, everything that she goes, everything she does and says, she goes completely against of, completely against of what, what, what she stands for. And uh, now her getting a doctor title is just a bit of a kick in the nuts for all of us, I think, personally. Especially someone that hates her. You know, an absolute joke. You know, we, we've all got our uh, eco-anxieties and stuff like that. I personally don't. You know, the environment is what it is. We can do is what we can as an individual. We recycle, we save on our water. What more do you want us to do? Is, you know, do your best. You, you can do your best as an individual. I mean, to take UK, for example, we have 66.6 million population in this country. If every single one person, I don't know, switched their phones, computer, lights, everything off their cars for an hour a day, we'd probably save on millions of tonnes each year in carbon, but that's virtually impossible. So I guess it is worth pointing out, for anyone unaware, that the majority of the world's pollution comes from essentially between five and ten massive corporations. Um, now if those corporations cease to exist, then we'd be fine for a very long time. And just to put it into perspective, if everyone on the planet did, like Tom said, turn their phone off, turn the TV off, it wouldn't even make a dent in the no. pollution that these corporations are making. Not so that much. is worth remembering as well. And we've got, you know, the, 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 you're, you're talking about people that will take sacrifices for what these corporations don't care about. So you'd be taking sacrifices, I don't know, say a hospital, for example. Hospitals uh, require a lot of resources, fuel, they require a lot of energy. So oil, gas, electricity, water go to these places, as well as they do have backup generators to, you know, for the event of an emergency. And then obviously all the other resources that are in there. So the equipment, the, the, the uniforms, they destroy uniforms, stuff like that. You know, they shut off wards. 
you know, protection, everything, thousands and thousands of things goes into that. If you ask the hospital to try and take 5% of its waste away to reduce it, it'd be virtually impossible. As an everyday hu human being, you probably could take 5% away, like you could stop getting a new phone every, every two years, maybe every year. You could probably stop, you could probably keep the phone that you got. But when you go to, back to someone like Greta Thunberg, he's saying, what's happening? She's depicting that individual. She makes you as a person feel that it's your fault that you're destroying the environment. It's got nothing to do with you. You, you commit but like a tiny percentage towards CO2. And I remember going through school, CO2 carbon footprint was being pushed down our throats then. Don't leave your TV on standby. Make sure you turn it off. It's like that's not going to save the planet. It's been proven. If it's been absolutely proven. Corporations that does nothing. Corporations like Apple, Microsoft. Yeah. Obviously, they aren't the worst ones. They're just the biggest. But you know, it's the waste. Works, the coal industry, anything like that. Oh god, don't that, get started that, on that. You, you you can't. No. You you physically can't. But like I say, it. if that disappeared overnight, then that you turning your TV off makes no dent in no, that. At makes all. none at all. Especially when you listen that uh, America. If we take Texas just itself. Um, if I remember rightly, they approved an extra 21 permits of uh, fracking of coal and natural gas, as well as uh, oil, last year. And it's just going up. It's just going up. They have over 200 to 300 years of reserve. This country has the exact same. Um, out in the north, out in the North Stream, we've got all of our natural gas. We've also got all of our oil as well. We are still pumping, and we've still got hundreds of years left. Um, the theory that's behind most of it is it damages the environment, everything like that. We are trying to solve a problem for thousands of years later. I get that. Let's take a look at some parts of the world. You've got the Japanese reactor blew up. That's a thousand years. People can't live there. Chernobyl, Pripyat, people can't live there. So the environment's fucked in those places already. And unfortunately, what we're doing is, yes, we're learning as a human, and we're learning that we can only do better. But when you say we've got these big corporations out there, if we take Apple... Uh, with just the USB-C, the wire, just itself, the amount of transformations it's had to take for them to, and then all of a sudden for them to turn around and go, actually, we're not going to use a cable next time. We might actually just make a wireless charger. Just that cable is about that long, maybe a bit longer, is uh, is majorly taking a lot of resources. It's not the individual that's, that's causing this problem. And when Greta Thunberg is getting up there on a high podium and she's making you feel sorry as a person, she needs to actually be going standing outside these embassies of these companies and going actually talk, standing out front of them and being the one that's on the podium there, bringing the press, bringing the rally, bringing the people to there to stand there with their signs and picket boards and everything like that saying they need to change the environment. problem is, though, I don't think, ultimately, the majority of average people really want to change because the majority of people... Comfortable. Comfortable. Happy. And they're... These people, most people, I'd say, want a new iPhone every other year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They want, they want the latest bit of equipment. They want all the way over their cap. Cutting their grass. They don't want to turn to electric because they don't think it works better than their gasoline, that, petrol mower. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it's just everything. It boils down to everything you think. It see. is a vicious kind of ironic cycle in the sense that people say you need to have less waste, and then they'll order six boxes from Amazon mm. and because they can and they don't think it through.
No, and that's then the corporations it. feed into that because it's like, well, you say you want it, so here you go. The problem doesn't, doesn't just stem there, though. It's from when it enters your door at your home and leaves your door at your home. The recycling centres, I'd, I'd like to pick on this as, as a good opportunity. Recycling centres, you can put anything you want in your recycling bin. It will go to that recycling centre and it will be sorted. It will not be recycled. Half of that has been proven that half the stuff has got food contamination on it. It should be washed before it's taken to the recycle centre. Not many people are aware of that. It'd be in your, it'd be in your, in, in your .gov website about how you can do it. And that gets thrown straight in landfill. Then you'll have some plastic that they can't recycle at that recycling centre from your household bin. It has to be taken to like your major supermarkets like Asda, Tesco's, Morrison's, put in those bins for them then to recycle it. Duh, why? It goes to the same place. So whatever you do as an individual, you can only do is what you think is better. And I remember going into a customer's property once, I remember seeing a list on what we can do to reduce our carbon footprint as a family. And there was three names, mum, dad, and a daughter. And they, they all drove. And uh, it's expected that over a, hundred, like over a million people will commute in London daily in, in a vehicle, whether it's a form of lorry, car, bus, whatever. It will be from a vehicle. Yeah. They said, we live in Richmond. Uh, I travel to the tube. Right, I'm not going to drive my car. I'm not going to drive my car to the tube. I'm going to walk. It might take me 40 minutes and it says it down that list. I thought, you know what? Fair play to you. You know, you, you really want to help London and everything like that. I get that. They're in a major area which is now going to become a ULES expansion zone. And if not many of you know what ULES means, it's ultra low emission zone. It's basically being brought in to try and deal and tackle with emissions by charging people £12.50 a day. Yeah. They're hoping it will stop people going into that actual area of London it won't people will just pay it you know but that's just how it goes unfortunately people just have to pay to, to try and reduce their emissions even though cars are getting better engines are getting better we're still going to have that dirty diesel and guzzle vehicle that's going to go through London but the less of them, more of them come through I think the problem is you can always always keep going back stripping back more and more and more and more and it's finding that line that, that fine line where you kind of have to stop so you can actually still live an enjoyable life exactly it is living an enjoyable life at that point yeah. you will become so worked up on what you're trying to do you become unhappy and like you say uh, you to, to, you got you got to be content and happy and you know yeah. th th this is this is my biggest thing is that now should be called a doctor should be doctor greta thunberg anyone could have stood up and done her thing but it's because like you said you don't think it's a marketing tool yeah she was a child when she stood on that podium and she cried on national tv and people felt sorry for her i would imagine immediately there were grown adults around her probably Taking advantage of her to further mm. their own cause. Oh, preying upon the opportunity that this works, and bloody hell, has it just. She's now 20 years old, she's now going to be given this title, which I'm not happy about, and I, I think that I think there's a lot of other people that, that you know that do share the same view that I do. I've seen her quite a few on, on TikTok and on Facebook. She shouldn't be given it because basically it's taking that away from other people that have actually earned that title. Now, I know there's a difference between an honorary title and an actual title, but in my eyes, you are still called that that is that title to that person i think if you can go by doctor then there's no context no. as to how you got that there isn't really what from what we can tell from doing our research we don't know what it's going to be a doctor in like you know you could be a doctor in medicine doctor and any many other things i haven't gone into much detail on that i don't know if that's because we're not able to find the research on it but from what we've gathered from fox news She's basically again being given this title of doctor, and uh, it doesn't matter, does it? The minute you say you're a doctor, everything flies out the window. Everyone automatically feels dumb. I must bow down to you. You're a doctor, you know. 
jog on, you're not a doctor, and I think your time's come as, a, as an activist. Move along. So that brings this point and end to our podcast this week. Uh, we'd like to apologise for last week's podcast. It was shit. <laughs> yeah, we were both pretty disappointed how we did the last episode. I think we spent... Because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes here of trying to set up these episodes, and I think we spent so long trying to get the right camera angles, the mic in the right position. We obviously tried to use two mics last week. And I think by the time we actually started recording, we both burned ourselves out a little bit. Massively burned ourselves out. It took, I'll put it this way, it took us five days to get that episode over just to the, the, the Mac. Yeah, that's that, yeah. I mean, after we've recorded it, we had an absolute nightmare trying to get the footage from where we were recording. It was my it, iPhone, wasn't it? From, from, from my phone. From Tom's phone onto my laptop. Because obviously, we don't obviously live together, so... I obviously went home. We tried using Dropbox. Dropbox. This is not slandering Dropbox oh, or no. any media like oh, no, transfers or anything at all. No, no, I mean, I've used Dropbox for like 10 years. I love it. But the problem is when you're trying to upload a 31 gigabyte file and trying to move it around, it's not... It's, it wasn't going to have it. And how did it end up in the end? It ended up at 64 gigabyte. Um, I think once I exported it, I think it was, I think it was around 40 in the end once I exported wow. it properly. See, that's what we're saying. So I've got complete respect for anyone out there that does podcasting. Like, the behind the scenes is Ridiculous. Any sort of video capture, Absolutely even ridiculous. people with their OnlyFans, like, <laughs> like you, you don't really know <laughs> yeah, the amount of effort that like, they go into. Just even this kind of setup, it's where the mic's going to be, it's where the, the camera's got to be. Yeah. I mean, we've worked out the camera, we've worked out where we want the mic to be. Um, what's next? You know, we, we know that it's lighting, it's soundproofing, it's everything like that, and then obviously makeup, try and sort out these fucking faces we've got going on. <laughs> There's not a lot of No, just AI. But yeah, we just like to bring the end of that episode. Um, we just wanted to thought we'd let you know. Um, we are working on, we did have like a meme of the week. Unfortunately, Mike O'Hearn, again, has taken it by storm. So there's not much more we can really <laughs> say to that. So, and he, he's just keep bringing out more videos that people just ripping into, and he's loving it as a fan base. So, yeah, so there's not much more we can bring to Meme of the Week. Maybe we might end up doing a, a Meme of the Month or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'd like to hear from you. Please leave some comments. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And then, on, obviously, we're on TikTok, so give us a follow on there. And uh, we're, we're basically upload weekly as much as we can. We would like to hear from you, most of all. A lot of feedback would be perfect. Um, thank you for joining us. It's uh, been a pleasure again from Tom and Seth. Yeah, we'll see you next time.